Welcome to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast. Hi, my name is Bob Heilig, Your Virtual Upline. This is the podcast for home business entrepreneurs that want to stop living small and start earning big and make this their breakthrough year. Join me each week to follow my journey as a full-time entrepreneur and network marketing professional into the worlds of personal branding and online marketing and learn how you can increase your income without sacrificing your lifestyle. Thanks for spending some time with me today. I'm glad you're here. It's time for you to start creating a life that you deserve. So let's begin. Welcome, everybody, to episode three of the Your Virtual Upline podcast. I am Bob Heilig, Your Virtual Upline. Congratulations. You've made it to episode three. I will count that as a small victory for myself in that I haven't chased you away yet, so that's a good thing. But in today's episode, we're going to be talking about cold market recruiting. And my goal here, by the time this training is done, I want you to be well on your way to becoming a master at cold market recruiting. And I know this is something that a lot of people struggle with. So uh, this is an important training, and I have no doubt that you're going to get a lot of really, really great information. So let's start out by really kind of clarifying exactly what cold market is. Traditionally, there's only two different types of people uh, when we're talking about your network marketing business. There's people that you know, which is your warm market, and then there's people that you don't know, which is traditionally referred to as your cold market. Now, there's no secret that the cold market is way bigger than your warm market. There are obviously a lot more people that you do not know than that you do know, So it's really critical that if you want to become a top earner in your company and you want to become a top earner in this profession of network marketing, you have to learn how to master the art of cold market recruiting, of talking to people that you do not know. Now, I'm going to give you in this episode my top five cold market recruiting tips, and I'm going to give you the actual scripts that I use when I'm talking to people and prospecting whether that's online through things like social media or whether it's traditional offline, just meeting people face-to-face. And my goal by the end of this training is I want you to be able to smash through any fear or anything that is holding you back when it comes to cold market recruiting. And you know, when you talk about learning how to recruit in the cold market, here's one of the things that I think is really frustrating is every single day, People pass up countless amounts of opportunities, you know, people that are all around them that they're meeting and they're coming in contact with, people that you are connected with or could be connected with through social media that could potentially be great prospects for your business. But the problem is this, is the average person that's involved in this business, they haven't developed the skill set yet of learning how to approach those people, how to cultivate that contact and that relationship, and eventually turn them into either a business partner or a customer. Because at the end of the day, that's what we want. We want more sales, we want more business partners, we wanna grow our business faster, and we want a bigger team. And cold market recruiting can help you get there very, very fast. Now, here's one of the things that I wanna just bring up. It, you know, When we talk about cold market, it drives me crazy when people say things like this to me, that 
I've ran out of people to talk to or, you know, I've talked to everybody that I know. When I hear somebody say that in the back of my mind, this is what I think. Really? Like there's no way that you've talked to every single person that you know. And you can't possibly run out of people to talk to because guess what? In case you haven't noticed, they make new people every single day. So it is literally impossible for you to run out of people to talk to. Now, what people really mean when they say that is that they've gone through the short list of people that they feel comfortable contacting and now they're at that wall of uncomfortableness that they're not willing to push through to then get into that whole other realm of people, which is cold market and so on and so forth. So like anything new, I mean, it's worth noting that it's uncomfortable for people in the beginning when they first start cold market recruiting, when they start prospecting people that they don't know. But it's like anything else. The more that you do it, you begin to build up the muscle of cold market recruiting because it really is just like that. When you go to the gym and the first time you work out, you can barely lift the weight, but you keep tearing the muscle down. You keep working it out. It gets stronger. And the same thing is happening when you're dealing with cold market recruiting. One of my original mentors said something to me that I think is really, really profound. He said to me, if you're not doing at least one thing per day in your business that makes you completely uncomfortable, then you're probably not doing much of anything at all. Meaning that, you know, that uneasiness, that anxiety that you're feeling, that's a good sign that you are headed in the right direction, that you are growing and that you are making progress in your business. So just learn to embrace those uncomfortable feelings that come along with this. And I promise you one thing that your bank account will absolutely thank you at the end of the day. We're going to be talking about cold market recruiting, but understand you can never stop recruiting people and prospecting in your warm market. You should never get to the point where you just completely abandon the people that you know because the professionals in this industry, here's what they do, is they're constantly cultivating and following up because they know that a lot of recruiting has to do with timing. So an ideal scenario is you are continually working your warm market list You're touching back with people every 60 to 90 days, checking in with them, seeing if their situations have changed. And at the same time, every day you're working on meeting new people, growing your list, and doing both at the same time. And the key at the end of the day is awareness. You just have to learn to become aware of situations that are around you. And if your goal every day is to go out and meet new people and focus on prospecting, then you'll never have a problem. So let's get into my top five cold market recruiting tips. Number one is you must have posture. See, the one thing that I've learned in my over 10 years in this industry, that it's more important how you say things and how you show up than it is actually what you say. See, people are so focused all the time on what should I say, the specific words. They're, they're so worried about that that they lose focus of how you actually show up, especially when you're dealing in the cold market with people you don't know, how you show up, how they perceive you, the posture you have, that is so much more important. And one of the things that I always want you to keep in mind is this, that you are the one that has the gift. 
And my attitude when I'm prospecting people that I don't know, my attitude is this, that that person that I'm interacting with, that I'm considering to share my opportunity with, they should feel lucky that I'm even considering them for my business. They should feel lucky that I'm giving them an opportunity that if they choose to take it and do something with it could change their life. Now, this is completely opposite of the way I was when I first started. See, when I first started, I was so deathly afraid and scared to talk to people because I felt like that they were going to think that I was bothering them or that I needed something or that I was selling them. I had the completely wrong posture. See, you have to change your mindset and you have to have the posture of that you are the one that has the gift. Now, I get it. It's easier said than done. And I remember saying something along the lines of this. Well, if I was making all the money that I saw these other people making, it'd be easier for me to feel that way. But I wasn't. I was broke. I was struggling. It literally took me a year to recruit my first person into the first company that I was in. I mean, I sucked at network marketing. But my mentor said something that really made me think. He said, Bob, you'll never make the kind of money that you want to until you start acting that way. And I just remember thinking, interesting. So what I learned very early on was a valuable lesson that I just needed to start acting as if I already was making the money, change my posture, and what was interesting is people started to respond to me in a different way. Now, when we talk about posture, here's the other thing that you have to keep in mind. When you're dealing in cold market and you are the one that's prospecting somebody and you're the one that's choosing to have a conversation and potentially offer your opportunity to them, don't put up with people's crap. Don't deal with negative people. See, my attitude is this. If I start a conversation with you and I start to offer my opportunity to you and in that conversation you become negative or I get that you're not really the kind of person that I want to talk to, I can end that conversation whenever I want to. I started it, I can end it. I am not going to let somebody, a negative person, steal my time and dictate the conversation that I have or tell me how to run my business. It's not going to happen. As quick as I started it, I can end it. So that's what posture is, guys. It's having a backbone. It's having that mentality that every single day when you go out and you leave your house, you've got that suit of armor on and you're going out to do battle And that the people that you come in contact with, if you see somebody and you meet them and they're sharp and they impress you, then they are lucky that you're going to consider to share your opportunity with them. That's number one. Cold market tip number two, you need to stop trying to pitch people and close them the first time you meet them. This is, in my opinion, one of the biggest problems that people have when they deal with cold market recruiting. They have a tendency to go out trying to recruit people and every single person that they meet literally within 30 to 45 seconds of meeting them, they're pitching them on their business. I mean, they can't even literally get their name out of their mouth and they're already piquing their interest and presenting. Listen, that does not work. When you're dealing with cold market recruiting, you've got to understand that these people do not know who you are. They don't know, like, and trust you, so you have to actually take some time to be able to build a rapport and a relationship. And my philosophy is this. 
unless it's absolutely necessary, meaning that I know that the situation is dictating I'm never going to see this person again. There's no way for me to, you know, somehow get a contact information from them. Then, you know, maybe I will pique somebody's interest, right? But I won't do it in a way where I'm presenting my, my business. But if I can control it, I will never mention my business the first time that I meet somebody. I will actually go out of my way to avoid talking about what I do because I know that that's not going to come across the way that I want it to. See, people don't care what you know until they know that you care. Let me give you an example. So I have a background in medical sales. And one of the things that I used to do all the time is when I'd be sitting in these doctor's offices waiting to see the doctor, they'd be all other types of sales reps in the office. And you get into conversations with people and you know, occasionally I'd meet somebody that was really sharp, outgoing, we'd have a great conversation. You know, we would exchange business cards and um, I, you know, a lot of times would have an opportunity to share my, op- my business, but I never would because I knew that that wasn't effective. So here's what I would do. I would get their card and then I would actually call them like two days later and then I would call them up and I would go through my peaking interest and my, you know, my little script that I had, which I'm going to share with you later. But I never did it that first time that I met them because I knew that it wasn't going to be as effective. So that's my message to you is stop pitching people the first time you meet them. And as a matter of fact, if, I, if somebody asks me what I do, you know, I'm going to give them some generic answer and I'm going to change this subject right away because I just want to talk about them. I want to ask them questions because the more I can learn about them, the easier it'll be for me at some point to share my opportunity because we've built a relationship and I will know more about them so I'll know what to talk about whenever it is that I do present to them. Here's the other thing is when we talk about a lot of times when people, you know, when they have trouble with this, they're so worried about, you know, what they want to say and when they want to say it. Like, I know we've all been there before where, you know, you're wanting to prospect somebody and you're so nervous and they're talking, but you're not listening to them because you're so worried about when you'll have an opportunity to dive in and start presenting. Listen, just be present in the moment. Be authentic with people. Listen to them. It is amazing when you start listening to people, the things that you learn that will down the road make it so much easier for you to recruit them. So that's a really important point. The other one, here's tip number three. Keep this in mind. You need to learn to say less to more people. What I've learned about prospecting, especially cold market when there's no relationship or very little relationship, it's a numbers game. And consistency is the key. And if instead of you know what you're doing now, which is probably saying too much to not enough people, just start saying less to more. You know, make it a goal every day to just go out and have some conversations with new people. You know, saying less, building relationships, growing your list. I don't go out trying to recruit people because what I found is that's a lot of pressure. I can remember my first, you know, in the beginning when I first got into network marketing, I can remember literally driving to the mall. And walking around the mall, like literally like I was a a big game hunter looking for my next prey, stalking retail salespeople in the mall. I had all the stores staked out. I knew what time certain people worked and what time they didn't. I mean, it was pathetic when I think about it. But that's what I used to do. And I used to put so much pressure on myself and get myself psyched up because I was like, I got to go recruit people. And then what I realized was, is if I just went out and I relaxed and I was present and instead of trying to recruit people, I just tried to meet people and make new friends. 
And when I took that pressure off of me of knowing that I wasn't even going to talk to you the first time I met you, I'm just going to exchange information, add you to my list and find a way to keep in touch. It completely changed the way that I looked at prospecting. And what was interesting is I started seeing dramatically different results. Here's tip number four. And this goes along with what I just talked about. Don't be weird. Don't do what I did. Don't go out and try to get people. Don't stalk them. Just be yourself. Be natural. Be authentic. You know, smile. Be friendly. It's amazing that when you force yourself in different situations to just say hi to people. And instead of walking around with your head down, smile. You know, when I'm in the gym, I I mean, I used to go into the gym, headphones on. I wouldn't talk to a single person. I wouldn't look at another person. So here's what I started doing. It was really hard for me in the beginning. I started going in without my headphones and I would lift my head up and I would smile and say hello to people. And it was amazing how I started to now develop these relationships. So guys, just do the little things and put yourself in situations where you can meet people. Here's tip number five. Learn the proper way to use social media. Listen, social media can be your greatest asset or your biggest enemy when it comes to network marketing. And what I see so many people doing is the completely wrong thing when it comes to cold market recruiting. You know, they do things like this on Facebook. They send out hundreds and hundreds of just random friend requests every day trying to connect with people for no apparent reason. And then they start spamming them with these copy and paste messages. I mean, I still get them to this day where somebody will connect with me, send me a friend request, and I'll answer it. And I'll accept it, which I usually do. And then literally 10 minutes later, it's a copy and paste long message pitching me on their opportunity. And I just think, like, do people actually think that this stuff works? Like, I'm going to join your company and I just met you? I got news for you. Even if I wanted to join your company, it wouldn't be with you if that's the way that you do business. So when we talk about social media, here's where it can be your biggest asset. Because it's a way for you to grow your list so much faster. You've got infinite reach. You have leverage when it comes to contacting with people. So when we talk about Facebook, here's the proper way to cold market recruit on Facebook. Don't try to cold market recruit. Just try to build your list of friends. You know, look for people that have common interests with you. Look for people that have common friends. There's something in in Facebook called a graph search that if you've never used is amazing for connecting with people. Now, you've all seen that search bar at the top of Facebook where you can go up and type in a name and it'll pull up your friends list. Well, what a lot of people don't know is you can type up anything in there. I could go to Facebook and in the graph search, I could type up people that live in Philadelphia that are friends with my friends that I don't know or people that are friends of my friends that like so-and-so's Facebook page. Like you could, all these different combinations of things, just type in people who work at this company that live in Philadelphia, and it'll pull up a list of people. So look for people that have common interests with you. Maybe you've worked at the same company before, or maybe you're in the same area and you have mutual friends. It's a lot easier if I send you a friend request and say, hey, I see we have a mutual contact who is so-and-so, and I also see you live in my area, just wanted to connect with you and say hi. So that's a lot easier now, but here's the key. When you connect with them, don't pitch them right away. It's not going to be effective. Build a little bit of a rapport, and then here's what you do. Now that they're on your friends list, if you're doing what we're talking about, 
Go back to episode number two of this podcast where we talked about how to build your own personal brand and use social media to create value for yourself as an expert in somebody that people would want to follow. Once you have somebody in your Facebook friends list and now they're seeing your page every day, they're going to eventually be curious. Hey, what do you do? I see you post. I love watching your videos. So if you execute your plan and you make your goal to just grow your list and then deliver value to these people, and then here's the other thing. Why Facebook is so great and why you know we talked about the reason why you need to do videos. When you post a video, you'll get much higher engagement, and here's what you do. Every single time somebody likes anything you post or comments, send them a message. And just say, hey, thanks for liking my video. How you been? Or maybe you haven't really spoken to them before. Hey, we've never had a chance to connect before. It's great to connect with you. And it is amazing when you start interacting with people that are commenting on your stuff and liking your stuff, the opportunities that come out of that. Because now they're gonna, you're going to be higher in their news, their news feeds because you've had that interaction with them. Here's another great thing to do on Facebook if you want to generate opportunities. Send people happy birthday messages. Now, let me give you a little trick because on their birthday, they're going to get literally, you know, hundreds of messages. So here's what I do. I send them a happy birthday message the day before their birthday. See, on Facebook, it'll have a list of all the people that have birthdays that are coming up. Send them a message a day or two before. This way they see it and it gets more visibility. And then, you know, I've literally recruited leaders in other companies And the only thing that I did was say happy birthday to them, and then we got into a conversation that led me to presenting my opportunity and signing them into my business. Now, the other great thing when we talk about social media is LinkedIn. I'm going to share with you, this is a super ninja secret tip that I'm going to give you about LinkedIn. I have absolutely uh, made a killing on LinkedIn. It's been a goldmine to me. Because what I've done is I've discovered kind of a niche, and and a lot of people can use this same strategy. So my background is medical sales. Now, LinkedIn is interesting because most of the people that are on LinkedIn, they're there because they're networking and looking for other opportunities, most of them. And what I have found is that people within my old background of medical sales, a lot of them are connected with one another, and a lot of them are open to secondary streams of income. So here's what I did. I started connecting with people that had similar backgrounds. So what you can do is you can do an advanced search in LinkedIn. You may need to get a premium version, which is like 40 bucks a month. It's totally worth it. But you can search for, like I could go to the advanced search and I could click on, you know, eliminate anybody that I'm connected to and just do second connection. So that means that they're friends of people that I'm friends with. And it's a lot easier to connect with people if you have mutual connections because they'll think they know you. And what happens is if you send out enough connections to people where they deny the request, LinkedIn will give you a little smack on the wrist and they may suspend your account for a little bit. So just start by connecting people that are what's called a second level connection. And I could type in medical sales or I could type in a specific keyword or a company and I could do a a zip code search. And what I did was I just started connecting with all these people in my industry and my list started growing. And as I grew, I had more and more people that I had second connections with. And here's what I would do. I would accept, they'd accept my request and I would just send them a message. And the message basically went like this. I would say, hey, I see that we had a 
common connection or I see that we worked in the same for the same company or I see we both have a background in medical sales. Look, the reason for me reaching out is I'm an entrepreneur. I'm expanding a company into your area. I'm looking to network with sharp, successful people like yourself. I wanted to see if you'd be open to a call to see if you know anybody that's looking for a secondary stream of income or to see if you know anybody that's not happy with what they're currently doing. Listen to what I said though. I didn't ask them if they'd be interested. I complimented them, say, hey, looking to network with sharp people like yourself. Would you be open to a short call? Want to see if anybody comes to mind that you know that might not be happy making the kind of money they want? It's an indirect approach, but here's what would happen most of the time is if they did agree to a call, which a lot of people would. I mean, I literally got to the point where I was having two, three, four phone calls a day with people that I connected on LinkedIn that I had no idea who they were that turned into business partners, referrals, or at the very least, They were a super sharp person that I could add to my contact list and then go connect with on Facebook and now I have them in the world of Facebook and now they're exposed to me building value and creating myself as an authority. It all comes together. So social media can be such a great tool. Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, there's nuances to each but you know that is really something that's helped me. So those are my top five tips. Now, Here's what I want to close out with. I want to close out with giving you some specific scripts and some things that you can say. Now, I'm going to break it down into two different types of approaches. You've got your direct approach, which is where you're asking that person, if they're interested, you're directly talking to them. And then you have indirect approaches, which I actually probably use more of because I just feel more comfortable with an indirect approach. So let's talk about the direct approaches first. Now I'm going to go over a couple of different scenarios. Let's say number one, let's say it's just a random encounter. You meet somebody, you know, you're out, maybe in the grocery store, you know, you've expanded your awareness, you're smiling, you're saying hello, you're talking to people, you're being normal, don't be weird, don't go stalk people in the grocery section or the you know the fruit section of the supermarket and just sit there feeling the melons until somebody walks up to you like you know who those people are okay be normal and you meet somebody and you talk to them and you like them and you have a good conversation here's the easiest thing to do don't ask for their number cuz that's weird sometimes just say this hey i really enjoyed our conversation we should connect on facebook Do you have a Facebook page? Of course they do. And you connect with them on Facebook and that's a lot easier and it's a lot less threatening and now you have them in your world where you know you're going to build value. You send them a message. Hey, it was great to meet you. Really look forward to keeping in contact. You're building that relationship. Here's another thing that works really well. So let's take this scenario. You're in a restaurant and a waiter comes up and gives you great service, super sharp, or maybe it's a salesperson. You always want to compliment them. Compliment people genuinely. Find something, say, hey, you gave me phenomenal service and I just wanted to let you know that. Or, hey, you're super sharp. I really enjoyed this experience. You're a great salesperson. I want to let you know how much I appreciate it. Compliment them because that'll make them feel good. And then here's what I say. I say something like this, man, you must love working here or you probably make a ton of money. You're probably killing it here 
in the clothing section at Nordstrom. You must love it. Now, guess what happens nine times out of ten? They say, well, not really, or it's just a job, or they give you some sort of a not-so-positive response, and if they do, then that's your opening. And here's what I usually, I say, oh, really? I say, well, listen, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm expanding a company into this area, and I'm always looking for sharp people like yourself. Would you be open to sitting down or to having a conversation sometime? You know, do you keep your career options open? You know, would you be open to having a conversation? Just a very non-threatening question. Hey, let's exchange some information and let's talk. Now, keep in mind, guys, going back to the, the top five tips, if at that point somebody gets weird with me and they're like, oh, well, yeah, I don't know, depend, like if I don't like the way they respond, keep in mind, it's my decision to start the conversation I can stop at any time I want. I don't have to recruit. You see, the thing I love about network marketing, I get to choose the people that I work with. And if I don't like you, I'm not going to ask you to join my business. I look at myself like I'm a talent scout. And the key is this, always be in a hurry. So don't get stuck in a conversation where now they can start hammering you with questions. Say, look, I got to run, got to get on a call. I got another meeting. Always be in a hurry so you can get out of that situation. And here's the other thing is, When you are always in a hurry, it's more attractive. Like it's attractive people that have things to do that can't just sit around and linger. So that's a great tip. Now let's talk about this scenario. Let's say that you are prospecting somebody that is a professional or a business person. Maybe it's a work environment or it's a contact that you know through work. Here's what I'll do with somebody like that. I'll ask them this question. I'll say, do you look at other ways of making money outside of what you're currently doing. I love asking that question. Or something like this. Do you keep your business options open? You know, would you be open to a side project that could generate some additional income if it didn't interfere with what you're currently doing? These are examples of direct scripts. Now, I'm asking people, do you keep your business options open? Because I want to see if they are open. If somebody tells me no, then the conversation's over. But if they say yes, or what most people will say is, hey, it depends on what it is, then I'll say, well, look, would you be open to a side project that could generate some additional income for you if it didn't interfere with what you're currently doing? And if the answer is yes, then what I'm going to do is say, hey, look, I don't have a lot of time right now. I got to run, right? I'm in a hurry. Got to jump on a call. I've got a meeting, but let's exchange information. What's a good time to reach out to you? I'll get you some information and let's see if it makes sense. Because here's what I'm never going to do. I'm never going to present the information personally. One of the key concepts when you learn about how to be a great presenter is always using third party. And third party means You can't be the one that's giving the information. So I'm always going to use a tool, whether it's a video, a call, a website, whatever that is, I'm going to let the information do the explaining for me. I'm just going to peak interest, determine if they're open. I'm going to be in a rush and I'm going to set up a time that works for the both of us where I can share that information. Here's another really powerful tip when you talk about dealing with people in the cold market. See, one of the things that I learned to do is take it away from people before you even give it to them. It makes it so much more attractive and it increases your posture. I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. So let's say that I'm in that same scenario where I'm talking to somebody 
And maybe you don't feel comfortable saying that I'm an entrepreneur and I'm expanding a company, but here's what you can do. You can use more of the indirect approach where you say, look, I'm working with some very successful people. Now, here's the key sentence. Here's the key phrase. I can't make you any promises, but I'll get you some information and let's see if it makes sense and let's see if we have a fit. See, that's posture. I'm telling them, listen, I'm going to give you some information and I think you're sharp, but I can't make any promises because at the end of the day, I don't know if it's going to be a fit. That will make it more attractive to you as opposed to what most people do. They come across completely needy and begging of people and that's the reason why they're not successful because they chase people away. Now, here's another great indirect approach before we close out. I love asking people this question. Do you know anyone that's not happy with what they're currently doing? Do you know anyone that's looking to make some extra money? Do you, you know, it's the do you know anyone? So that if somebody says to me, well, I'm not interested, I say, well, I didn't ask you. I know you're not interested. See, that's an indirect approach. It's a lot more comfortable for a lot of people because you're not asking them. Now, what happens most of the time is people will say, well, I might be interested. And you say, oh, really? Okay, great. Well, I didn't even think of you. How about I get you some information? So whether you're using a direct or an indirect approach, just understand posture is important. And here's what you want to do. Whatever script or whatever verbiage you feel comfortable saying, just learn it, get it down so you don't need to think about it. And you can concentrate not on what to say, but how you show up. And here's the the last couple of things I'll share with you. Get out of the house. Put yourself in positions where you can meet people. See, a lot of people, their excuse is, well, I'm just shy. I don't like talking to people. If that's you, let me ask you a serious question. How much money is being shy making you in this business? Because my guess is it's probably not very much. And listen, if you want to be in this industry and you want to be a professional and you want to be a top earner in your company and you don't want to just struggle the rest of your life, you got to get over being shy. You have to get uncomfortable. Keep in mind, your business begins and your life begins at the end of your comfort zone. When you can push through that, that's when you're going to start seeing results. And then the last thing is don't forget to keep in touch with people. The fortune is in the follow-up. Don't throw people away like a piece of trash just because they said no. Put them on your list. Have a way to keep track of when you talk to them. Find creative ways to keep in contact. That's why Facebook is so amazing. If you can be adding people to your Facebook world, contacting them every so often, checking in, wishing them happy birthday, using it as a way to continue to demonstrate value, if you're doing these things every day, you will never, ever run out of people to talk to, and you will never, ever run out of people that can, you can join your business that you can sign up as customers or reps. So that's the message for today. Take that information, apply it to your businesses. I promise you, it'll make a huge difference. I hope that you saw some value and you heard some value. And listen, I'm gonna ask you to do me a huge favor. If you're liking the podcast, go to iTunes, leave me a rating and a comment, just something really short, because what that's going to do is it's going to push up the podcast so it gets more visibility, so we can get this message out to a larger portion of people. I want to serve and help as many people as I can, and look, my goal at the end of the day 
is I want to help you make this your breakthrough year where you stop living small, you start earning big and creating the life that you deserve. And if we haven't connected yet on my website, make sure you go to bobheilig.com and I've got a phenomenal giveaway, a free audio training on there. It's called The Four Mental Enemies of Success. It's probably one of the most powerful trainings that you'll ever hear. I'm going to warn you, it is for leaders only. I tell it like it is. I'm going over exactly what all of the leaders in this industry have gone through that they're afraid to tell you you're going to encounter. I'm going to let you know up front so that when you do run into it, you don't have issues dealing with it. So that's the episode for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining me and and sticking with me through this. I hope that you saw some value on today's episode. So once again, Bob Heilig, your virtual upline, signing out, and I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. 